This segment proudly brought to you by Capital Air. Just for the purposes of information and clarification, we would like to inform you that Marka Sahaba Online Voice of the Ahlu Sunnah World Jama'a is an independent radio station. And whatever you hear during the ad breaks on Radio Al Ansar as well as on Sirius FM, those are the ads that's aired by those radio stations, not by Marka Sahaba Online Voice of the Ahlu Sunnah World Jama'a. It's an independent radio station. Mukti Sahib, as well as the directors of Marka Sahaba Online, is not responsible or accountable for anything even before the program had started and also when the program ends and also during the ad break. This is just for purposes of clarification. The voice of This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace be upon you and the mercy of Allah and His blessings on this 29th day of Rabi'ul Awwal 1445. We commence with the Islamic economic indicators for today. The Zakat Nisab is 8,000 rand. The Mahar of Fatimi is 21,000 rand. And the minimum Mahar is 500 rand. A very warm welcome to esteemed Mufti Sahib as well as to the directors and the sound engineers of the various radio stations and yes, especially indeed you, the esteemed listeners of the various radio stations as well. The program is broadcast from Markaz Sahaba Online, Voice of the Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah and simulcast on Sirius FM in the East Rand as well as on Radio Al-Ansar. We commence by welcoming Mufti Sahib onto the program. Mufti Sahib, Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh and Jazakallah Khairan for joining us on the Q&A program. Alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum afizwadi. Jazakallahu khairan. Amen. Mufti Sahib, kindly take us through Surah Tawbah, Surah number 9, Ayah 40. The part of the Ayah is La tahzan inna allaha ma'ana. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihil kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Chapter 9 is Surah Tawbah, and verse 40 discusses the hijrah and migration of Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with his greatest companion and student Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu warda sani asnain. We as Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, the mainstream Muslims throughout the world know and believe that the Miladun Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam took place during this month of Rabi'ul Awwal the Hijrah Mubarakah took place also during this month. And the wafat of the Master, the said demise of the Master, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, also took place during this month of Rabi'ul Awal. So today in South Africa is the 29th of Rabi'ul Awal. And remember, tonight we should scan the sky. And inshallah, if the moon crescent is sighted, that will usher in the month of Rabi'ul Akhir. And it's 22 hours, so it's 50-50. Maybe we might see it, maybe we won't see it. And some places it's cloudy and overcast and so forth. But we must do our duty with beauty. 
and if it's sighted, then tonight, tomorrow will be first of Rabiul Akhir. Makkah Mukarramah, Madinah Munawwara, Aksar Mubarak. Tomorrow is the first because today they is thirtieth of Rabiul Awal already. So, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh left Makkah Mukarramah but not in the direction of Madinah Munawwara in the opposite direction basically and they spent three nights there in Ghar-e-Thawr Ghar narrow cave Kahaf broad cave we must know all this because all these words are enshrined and mentioned in the Noble Quran so this is one of the greatest manaqib and virtues and merits of Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq when they entered the cave Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq said and was not concerned about himself he was concerned about Rahmatulil Alameen Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ya Rasulullah O Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam this Quraysh this Mushrikeen idol worshippers if they just bend down they will see us so is Yaqulu Li Sahibihi so he is the second of the two Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa the first one and the second one of the two Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh is huma fil ghar when they were in the cave the great cave of Thawr Thawr min ox so remember it is in that shape and that form when he Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah told his beloved companion you must not grieve don't worry Inna Allaha ma'ana Inna rahmatullahi ma'ana Allah special mercy is with us Inna nasratullahi ma'ana Allah ta'ala special help is with us So it shows that what great virtue there is For Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq And on the term Saniyas Nain O you kuffar Shias He is Saniyas Nain The second of the two in the cave When they enter Medina He is the second of the two When they build Masjid Kuba He is the second of the two when they build Masjid Nabawi he is the second of the two on the Muswalla of the Master salam, during the Master salam's fatal illness 17 Salats he made Imamat Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu for the Ummah and today also he is Saniyat Nain who is buried right next to Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu salam, none other than Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu therefore if any person and curses, castigates, and criticizes Sayyidina Bakr and say they are not Muslim. He, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Usman, Sayyidina Aisha, Sayyidina Hafsa, Amir Muawiyah, these are all Sahaba. So we say for plural, Radiallahu Anu Majma'in, then such person himself is out of the fall of Islam. So, first announcement tonight we should scan the sky for the new moon and crescent. Second announcement. MashaAllah, there were so many people joining the various groups, so that becomes cumbersome for me. So, press here, press here. So, MashaAllah, our brother Suleiman Esop, Allah Ta'ala reward him. So, yesterday when he came here, so he told me, come, I show you an easy way, and then we join all the groups together. So three possibilities. Those of you who are receiving what I sent out today, mashallah, the Q&A and a lot of other things, so you just stay put, you don't worry anything. If you were receiving and now suddenly you are not receiving, so you must contact me and send me a WhatsApp message, 071 and just say add to group and we'll add you, inshallah. 
And third one will be those people who are never on the groups, but you want to join, so just send me a message and say 071-888-1184. So then we'll just add you to the group, inshallah. Allah ta'ala reward all of you for mashallah that wanting to learn more and more about Islam and about the tafsir, hadith, fiqh, and various sciences and disciplines about Islam. Mufti Sahib, this person says that my mother passed away. I am very sad. What dua can I read? Whenever our parents pass away, we will be sad for not only days and weeks, but for months and years because a mother is special, father is special, but especially the mother. And remember the sacrifices they made for us. They went through labor. And remember then they gave birth to us. They breastfed and then they brought us up and so forth. They would stay awake while we were crying and throwing all the tantrums and so forth. So it's a special, special bond. So you must remember that. So if your mother, father passed away with Iman Islam, then the best dua to make is enshrined in the Noble Quran. Chapter 14, Surah Ibrahim, verse 41. Oh, beloved Allah, forgive me. Forgive my beloved parents and the believers the day the reckoning is established. And thousands of people are passing away every week, every month, every year, 90%, 80%. We don't know them. So any person, brother, sister of ours who passed away, what Iman, what Islam, so it is a moral obligation upon us. We should be reading chapter 59, Surah Hashar, verse 10, and that is in the 28 Jews, 28 Subara, Rabbana Lana, Wali Ikhwan in Aladina Sabakuna Bil Iman. Oh beloved Allah, forgive us and forgive our brothers, sisters who have passed away before us with Iman. We cannot pray for non Muslims after they die. While they are alive, we pray for them. Allah give them Hidayat, Allah show them the right path. But once he or she are sane and mature and they pass away as non Muslims, then you can't pray for them. Surah chapter nine, verse eighty four. All this prayer going to the memorial service, graveyard, cemetery, and church or temple or synagogue, absolutely haram. Surah chapter 9, verse 84. No, can you pray for them? No, can you stand by the grave and so forth or visit their cemetery? And remember for those who are alive, the Muslims and so forth, in the same verse, chapter 59, verse 10, what a beautiful verse, and comprehensive du'as and supplications. Ya Allah, do not place in our hearts the malice, rancor, hatred. That's very good Urdu if you understood it. So remember, don't place that malice, rancor, hatred in the inner recesses of our heart. For people of true Iman. Oh Allah, you are our sustainer, nourisher. You're the most compassionate one, very, very merciful. Similarly, 
you find sometimes that the lady she's pregnant and after three months four months six months she has a miscarriage or full term and the baby is stillborn so remember the mother is devastated and the lady who just was about to give birth and so forth and now the baby is a mess or stillborn likewise the husband and the family so remember it's time to make sabr and not to complain and ask Allah why our fetus why our baby why our special one nay always exercise patience and those who exercise patience give them dead tidings that when the calamity befalls them they say that verily to Almighty Allah we belong and unto Almighty Allah is the return Surah 2 chapter 2 verse number 156 and the great tidings when we exercise Exercise patience and endurance and sabr. Ulaika alayhim salawatum rabbihim. For them is blessings from Allah and wa rahma, special mercy to envelope and compass them. Wa ulaika muhtadun. They on the right path. And remember, this is known in the hadith siqt that when that fetus is miscarriage or stillborn and so forth, then that baby, that fetus, Allah will give him that power to speak. Allah Ta'ala's knowledge, all-embracing, all-encompassing, the past, the present, the future, everything he knows. So Almighty Allah wants to honor the baby, honor the infant, honor the parents, grandparents, the whole family, that what you're doing, he says like a big lawyer, barrister, advocate. Ya Allah, me, I'm not going Jannah and Paradise. Why are you not going? He say, I want must, my parents must come with me. I want this one must come with me. So lo and behold, so Allah will say, go, you take them out and bring them here. وَأَلْحَقَنَا بِهِمْ ذُرِّيَّتَهُمْ Quran says, so the Muslim family will be united and in this world it is difficult but in the year after it is Bushra and Bisharat, good news and glad tidings, remember. And for your parents, for your mother and so forth, daily give out some charity one rand, two rand, packet of biscuits, whatever. Any person Muslim, non-Muslim is voluntary charity and the best of the best is water. Sa'ad radiallahu's mother passed away and he he asked the master, alayhi salam, what should I do? So, inna umma sa'adin qat wufiyat. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, alma fahafara bi'iran faqala hadihi li ummi sa'ad. He dedicated that well, the borehole, the water to his beloved mother. So there, and you can make intention for million, billion, zillion people. No problem with that. So every day try and do something for our beloved parents, remember. Mufti Sahib, the Ummah is sad with what is currently happening in Gaza. What's the latest, most authentic news, Mufti Sahib, from Gaza and from occupied Palestine and Masjid al-Aqsa? Al-Ghazza fiha al-Izza. Always remember, Gaza brought honor and dignity to this Ummah here. So last week, Saturday, MashaAllah, our Mujahideen of Hamas, and we are 100% with Hamas and the Palestinians, that they attack the Israelis, the rogue apartheid Nazi regime, and they are the super terrorists. They got America, they got Europe, everybody helping them. But every day, even today, they are soldiers, six or seven of them, dispatched straight to hell. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. 
you Muslim should know the following things I'm telling you. Gaza. What is the meaning of Gaza? Gaza is the place where you train for jihad and where you train for Ghazwa and so forth. So you see Al-Imam Shafi'i Rahimahullah was born there in the year 150. Habibuna Mustafa Rasul is not Gaza. Always use the Islamic term G-A-Z-Z-Z-A if you can. Sometimes people send us messages and it got Gaza, so I just forward it. But proper pronunciation, Islamically, Arabic, Gaza. A tajdeed, a shadda on the za, Gaza, like that. So reze, you know, so like that, on that tajdeed there is G-A-Z-Z-A. Al-Imam Shafi'i was born there in the year 150 after Hijrah. Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu's great great grandfather and that is Hashim is buried there. And when you see and study the history of Egypt on the first of Ramadan and twentieth year after the Hijrah during the time of Amirul Mu'minin Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an. So remember that you know, after that Amr bin As radiallahu an Fatiha Misr. So he conquered from where they came they came from Gaza so you see Gaza then now the Rafa border and then you go inside and from Egypt it's not far then so like that you must remember now you the Ummah understand what the super terrorists the Israeli Nazi regime Hitler's children want to do they're telling them you must move to the south and you must go here go there the plane is thus. They want to push them all out of Gaza, out of Palestine. And they must go towards Egypt, there in the Sinai, in the desert. And they say, we will build homes for you and this. Can you imagine? You have a puppy and then he grows up to be a dog and then he becomes a bulldog and now he eats you up and he's telling you where you can stay and so forth. These Haramis, they came as squatters, you must remember, 47, 48, and they said that Europe has killed us, then the Germans have killed us. You, O Palestinians, don't kill our aspirations. Everything is documented, you must remember that. You can see when the ships were coming, they were total paupers with their short pens and what have you. They were had nothing and the Palestinians gave them place, gave them hospitality. But the dogs, you must remember, Quran calls them dogs, Quran calls them swines and pigs, Quran calls them monkeys, they're like dogs. And Quran calls them they're monkeys and swines and pigs. Chapter 62, verse 5, they are like donkeys, remember that. So whatever the Quran says, 100% the truth. We don't say every jutla, every person there, we say majority of them. So nevertheless what happens is this then they start attacking the Irgun gang and the Haganah gang, the Stern gang and massacre upon massacre and then you must remember Britain and Lord Balfour and what have you, Balfour Declaration all based on deception so Israel comes into existence on the 14th of May 1948 and so forth Imagine Britain is an outside country. Take somebody else's land without consulting them and hands it over to a third party. So therefore, in Israel, there's no business of civilian. They all are settlers. And if you go read the lectures and the works, you must remember of him, Gideon Levy. He himself admitted that. He said, every Jew, every person here is a settler. All of us are settlers, he said. So it means you've got real no right to stay there, but they keep on 
on expanding, expanding, and so forth. So that is their aim. But wa makaru wa makarullah, they plot and plan, and Allah has a divine plan. Listen to me, Jutlas. I know you're recording me. Listen to what I'm saying. You want to frustrate the Palestinians, kick them out, murder them, murder their children, murder their women, and remember no water, no food, no electricity, no gas, no medication. By everyone's definition, that's a war crime. Remember that, and you are war criminals, not from today, from 1948, 47, when you came there. So they used the slogan to fool the people and the Western world especially, and they are all a in it, Britain, France, Germany, Italy, whole lot of them. And what they said, we, they, the Jutlas, are the people without the land. Because Europe kicked them out. Now we want to go to a place, a land without people. What they said, a land without people. But there were people there. So the Palestinians were there. They were flourishing also. All the story that Israel made flourish, they talked a lot of nonsense. The Palestinians had airport. They had, you must remember, industry. And they had businesses. And they had seaport, harbor. Everything they had there. But these Haramis, the super terrorists, came and occupied everything and so forth. And you know what the battle of the gun and the Americans and the British and all the other countries assisting them, like now also, so France and Germany and whoever else. So and Italy also is in a mix. So the point I'm making here is this. So listen carefully what I'm saying, Jutlas. This is Allah's divine plan for you. You want to get the Palestinians out, and now with your murderous tactics, the whole world opinion has turned against you. Just look at the marches and protests in New York. Look at them in Western countries. Jutlas marching against you, and the Jews saying, not in my name, and so forth. So what you are doing, remember, we're going to kick you out. I'm telling you now, Jutlas. You see, you had a Nakba catastrophe in 48. Now it's time for your Nakba. Remember this year, 2023, 24, 25, 26, whenever Sheikh Ahmad Yasin Rahimamullah said by 2027, there will no more be Israel. Whether it happens or not, Allah knows. It's just his opinion. It's not our belief. Maybe it can happen before that or after that. But inshallah, you Jutlas, I told you a long time. Take out your second passport because you're already running now like rats from the sinking ship. You must remember that. You see, Jutlas, you are very scared to die. And we, we embrace death. When you're a mujahid, we look forward to pass away. When the blood oozes out, the mujahid like him, Haram radiallahu an, Anas radiallahu ta'ala who says is his uncle, and when the blood was oozing out, he raised his hands and palms and smeared his face with the blood, and his last words were, Qasam I take on Allah and oath that I am successful. So that's the mujahid. Allah will grant all these children, all these women, all the men mujahid and all these Muslimin, inshallah, the highest stages in genital fildos. And for you, you are chosen to be people of the hellfire. Remember that. You're not chosen people. You are chosen for the hellfire. And now the world can see what's happening. So that is the agenda, to push them out into Egypt. And they will threaten Egypt and so forth and so on and that. Then put them there in the desert and we can come.
come in. And if that doesn't work, then demolish and smash every building in Gaza and make it like Mina. You know Mina, Hajj time? So they call it the tent city. So they'll just erect tents and all these things there and so forth. And there'll be no building. That is their hidden agenda and so forth. But now everything is turning against them. They come on TV interviews. I give you three incidents. There's three. You know Bennett. Bennett is a pakka harami super terrorist. Bennett was their prime minister now last year, two years ago, whenever. He used to wear that yelmuka, the small hat, you know, even when he was prime minister. He said, I heard him personally saying, I killed many Arabs and there is no problem in killing Arabs. Openly he said it. You must remember that. Now when they interviewed him, you must remember on Sky. So when that person asked him that what about the babies on incubators and in the hospital clinic, he said, are you serious? Are you serious? So there's no such thing as civilian and so forth. So they're targeting the children, they're targeting the women, they're targeting the hospitals, and then he has the gall and audacity to say shame on you because that person cornered him that you are committing war crimes and so forth. Look at CNN. CNN, they want to show the world a spaza, kalikali. They pretend that one Hamas rocket passed them and maybe they just, you know, averted all the damage and so forth. So the mics were on. You know, when you're in media, sometimes it happens to us also. We want to speak something maybe private, but the mic is on so that message goes out, Allah protect us. So the mm-hmm. mics were on and they're telling you, you stand here, you stand here and pretend like you are in panic and all but everything was going out to the world these are the cnn and them we must sue them you must remember the western media said that this hamas that they beheaded the children there's not one incident proven where they beheaded some of the media said they raped their women not one incident of that but these are haramis quran cursed them the jutlas and them the jews and and the zionists all will be included in them nowadays they speak with a forked tongue so remember hamas is waiting for them come you want to bring your ground invasion come come inside we will show you what happened ari you know ari ariel sharon tried that stunt in 2005 2004 2005 our mujahideen gave the israel army such a threshing they thought of their grandfather and grandmother and they saw stars they time the haramis and super terrorists so then he said unilateral you see they always want to save face he say unilateral pull out not unilateral pull out they were defeated fair and square you must remember that not the BBC, some of the Israeli uh, news channels even admitted to this. This is Allah's help, Allah, Allah sending angels. Every Muslim today read Turaqat Salat, read Surah Yasin, go into Sizda, speak to Allah in any language out of Salat. Allah mansurhum ala aduvika wa aduvihim ya rabbal alamin ya Allah dismantled the whole apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel waman wa'alahum what's the meaning waman wa'alahum I'll tell you so they admitted on Israeli they got different channels that some of their helicopters were, were shot at and the target was successful and they lost their people and pilots and so forth imagine Hamas sitting there and you know Gaza from one point to another is 25 kilos maximum 
And while the worth of it, you must remember, is five kilos. And they got guns. They got, you must remember, rockets. Now they got this rocket launchers. And what and what and so forth. It's a miracle that what they did. We have no sympathy for any Jutla, male, female, or otherwise, who died, or any other personnel who came from America, Britain, Nepal, South Africa, two South Africans died. We say, go to hell and good riddance to you. I said, woman wa'alahum. Who's woman wa'alahum? And those who are friends of the Jutlas. You see, MBS reluctantly on Friday, he allowed the imams, just make little bit dua for Palestine, not Gaza. They'd help them in Masjid al-Aqsa, help them in Palestine and so forth. But not one of the imams was given permission to use the word Yahud. Imagine our Haramain Sharifain, you can't use the word Yahud because MBS is still waiting for the right moment moment because things are very hot now and volatile he still wants to make peace these are haramis murtads and you salafi scholars hang your heads in shame and head your your soul your iman and you sold your soul also for the dollars and then you take uae all this mbz and so forth all murtads they condemn hamas bahrain condemn hamas they stand with the israeli ambassador and all these things here so all these countries that is morocco Jordan, Egypt, see Egypt. So many last week, Saturday, everything started, one week gone, and people are suffering, and they still haven't opened the border, the Rafa border. There's two ways people from Gaza can come out. One way they come out towards Israel, what they call Israel, we don't even recognize it, so we say occupied Palestine, or one way they can come out from the Rafah border towards Egypt. They sealed it, closed it, they're not allowing anybody. No aid coming in, nobody can leave and so forth. But the Egyptians, the public, you must remember, if you know anything, some of them are driving, walking, going through the desert, and they're trying to bring in help for the people of Gaza. Allah will send his help. These are people who will die with honor, but we will never surrender. When I met Hamas and their leadership, that time already they told us, We will never bow down and we will never prostrate to anybody except Almighty Allah. Arab countries, everyone is under America and under Russia or under somebody, somebody. The only people who are free are Gaza people, Palestinians. And see, they brought, so always say, Al-Ghazza fiha al-Izza. Gaza brought honor to this Ummah. Bibi Netanyahu, the Harami, the super terrorist, now he's trying his best. He wants to take revenge and avenge because he knows three things happen. Trump said he must be impeached. You see, you Haramis, you stood there by the White House and posing with normalizing ties with America. Bibi there, Trump there, the ambassador of UAE and the other ambassadors. They thought that is Isra. What disgrace for you. You're worse than Haramis also. Pakka murtad shaitan So you must remember, this is the Isra. So Bibi knows he's in big trouble. Trump said that he's not fit, you must remember. 
Biden doesn't like him. He never invited him even to the White House. So he's in big problem with both of them, Democrats and uh, the leaders and uh, the Republicans. Then his own people, the Jutlas, are just waiting for the dust to settle and hundreds and hundreds of thousands, maybe millions will be marching and demanding that Bibi must resign and resign immediately. And his two other donkeys there, Smotrich and Ben Gray and so forth. You know what? Ben Gwe did this week he went to the prisons where the Palestinians are and said no beds for you and we're just going to give you mattresses so wherever there is something the Palestinians can benefit so he wants to cause them harm deliberately so victory is ours Ummah remember that and who taught us victory Hamas and Hamas is 100% Sunni take that out of your head you must remember I sent a clip of an Arab Alim who is in Gaza he studied in Raiwin the Marcus Day in Pakistan. He knows Arabic is his mother tongue. He learned Urdu and so forth. He said, There's not one Shia day in Gaza, remember that. Everyone is Sunni. Yes, they're getting assistance from Hezbollah. We call them Hezbollah Shaitan. They're getting assistance from Iran. So that's good. Anybody help you at a time of war and so forth? Mustafa said so in Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Verily, Allah will help his deen and religion with those people that are non-Muslims also and so forth. You in South Africa when you came here, what graveyard you had? You didn't have graveyard. What masjid you had? Nothing. The non-Muslim gave us the graveyard and sometimes free, sometimes at the nominal amount. The masjid, they gave us free or they gave us at the nominal amount and so forth. So we took from the non-Muslims and so forth and so on. <coughs> Shias are kuffar. I'm not saying everywhere we got free. Even if we got it, we got it at very discount prices. So they're totally permissible. And remember, the Shias are 100% kuffar. Don't make a mistake. But did they help Hamas? 100% they help. And you must remember that we, the Ummah, must ask, what are we doing for the liberation? of Palestine so that is they gave their blood they gave their life they gave their children and so forth what are we doing watching cricket watching soccer watching movies playing with our cell phones and all these haram things so think properly where we are O Ummah we say Jazakallah Khairan to Mufti Sahib this afternoon's Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies we continue after the break على أرض تلاقيني أنا لأهلي نفديهم أرضا من فلسطيني 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 أنا دم فلسطيني موطني موطني الجلال والجمال والسناء والبهاء
This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. In continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program, Mufti Sahib, what does the Qur'an Kareem say about the status of the shuhada? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Before I come to that, I'm reading to you verbatim from the Haaretz newspaper. I told you hundred times what I told you vaccine haram then I was right when I told you the Jutlas are going to lose and the enemies will lose see America yeah I'm reading from the Haaretz U.S. Embassy organizes emergency evacuation by ship for Americans wanting to leave Israel hey you Haramis you're supposed to be a superpower where the hell you running to now you frightened for the bombs so you must remember that. So that is what they do. They're leaving the sinking ship like a rats. You must remember that. Second one, the Gaza time bomb. They got Gaza. I read the proper way. The Gaza time bomb is ticking in the Middle East. You see, I'm reading from the Haaretz, all the, this thing, the headlines here. Next one, they say that anti-Semitism is on the increase. What the hell you expect when you murder our children, when you murder, murder our women, when you murder innocent people for past 75 years, you put thousand, thousand children in the jail, you put our Mujahideen in the jail. Last week, Friday, Jumma, there was no Jumma Salat in Aqsa. What you think the Muslims are going to sit still? Again, I read directly verbatim from Raharaj. Anti-Semitism, meaning anti-Jews and anti-Israel, increases in Europe, Israeli embassy in Berlin, reminiscent of the Third Reich. See? And 100% wherever you Muslims, you must go and interrupt their business. You must go and tell the, the, the marchers there that were the non-Muslims also. They go and march against these embassies and everywhere. Send them messages. You are war criminals. You are baby killers. And your people must be kicked out. See Americans running, sending ships and so forth and so on. So that is what is Kuwata Imani. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala 89 times in the Noble Quran says, Ya ayyuhalladzina amanu. Ey iman walo. Oh you who believe. Oh you believe. Hafsab, you ask now, what is the rank, the status of shuhada? Shuhada means these children of Palestine, those who are fighting and they got murdered by the bombs and missiles and so forth. Forty-seven families already wiped out in one, two days now, they in Palestine. We're speaking of one, two days. They bring down a whole tower of just civilians and they say they're abiding by international law. These Jutlas are the biggest Haramis, the biggest swines on earth, remember that. And you can quote me anywhere in the world. One settler, one bullet will settle the issue. That is what you have to learn. You have to learn to do jihad against them. As Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi, Rahimahullah, said, remember that. So remember, Quran Sharif teaches us, وَلَا تَقُولُوا لِمَنْ يُقْتَلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتِ And never say, O oh Muslims, for people who were slain, who were martyred, who were killed in the path of Allah. 100% this in the path of Allah. It was me and you. The first bombs come, missile come, we should all run away. 
that if it's South Africans and other people, these are Palestinians, Mujahideen. From that young age, they know who is a Jutla and who's a Mujahid. So, yuqtalufi sabili amwad. Don't say they're dead. Nay, bal ahya'u de alive. And remember, their memory will stay there. The inspiration, motivation. They can kill, but the next generation will come. And they know that they murdered their father, mother, brother, sister. And when they see the jutla, they'll put a bullet through him and whoever they find. What else do you expect? Do you expect us to come in? If I was there, I would do the same thing. 100%. There'll be no question about that. So you must remember this Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 154. So Almighty Allah says, they alive. Special life Allah gave them. In Barzakh, Barzakh is the interspace in between the barrier. You go to Cape Town, Maraj al-Bahrain, Yaltaqiyan, Baynahuma, Barzakhullah, So remember the taste is different and the color is different and the temperature is different so similarly we are in dunya in this world and then after day of Qiyamah we go to Jannat al-Firdaus bifadlihi wa rahmatihi wa lutfihi wa karamihi with the grace, mercy, benevolence of Almighty Allah but after death till day of justice is barzakh interspace, the barrier in between so during that time Allah gives them a special life of honor but those of you who are alive you will never perceive it understand it comprehend it go study the Siratul Mustafa Habibuna said I have this ardent desire I come back to this world Summa Uhya Summa Uqtal Summa Uhya Summa Uqtal Summa Uhya Summa Uqtal Thrice the Master salam, said Allah give me life again to come back and I want to fight in the path of Allah and I want to become a martyr. Again Allah give me life. I want to fight in the path of Allah and again Allah makes me a martyr. Again I want to fight and again I become a martyr. So imagine what, what rank it is. Now see what Quran says. Surah chapter 3, Surah Ali Imran and verse number 180 180 and remember all Allah states here about these people. This is about the people who are the stingy ones, so one before that. So what is Almighty Allah saying? This is the correct one. So Surah 3, Surah Al-Imran, both verses start very similar. So Surah 3 and verse number 169, 170. Don't even consider and think that those people who were killed, martyred, and slain in the path of Allah, that they are dead. Nay! Allah gives us some detail now. They're alive there by the mercy of Almighty Allah. Already they're receiving their risk. When you go first class, you're flying from here to overseas and whatever you, they place you in the first class lounge. You haven't entered the plane and they tell you, eat this, drink this, have this. This is just a small little example for our puny little brains. They is beyond perception, comprehension. So they're alive, they have the mercy of all, and they given risk and sustenance, and they're rejoicing, extremely happy. 
because what Allah gave them out of his grace he elevated them and he honored them and no one in this world no king president prime minister can honor like that chapter 3 verse 169 170 they say ya Allah please give us permission Allah knows everything Allah's knowledge is all embracing all encompassing what you want to do Allah Ta'ala knows but Allah wants them to speak ya Allah we want to tell our family don't cry Allah gave us that beyond perception they want to give glad tidings to those who have not joined them their family their people and their nations who are still there alive Allah alayhim. don't have any fear and no grief and so forth that is how Allah honors the martyrs remember that great great virtue they have taught this ummah what is martyrdom make special dua for Afghanistan Today also there was an earthquake there in Herat. There the third one in one two weeks now. Allah Jalla wala, have mercy on our mujahideen, on the mothers, mm-hmm. sisters, children of Afghanistan, and all these are trials and tests. Allah is with them. Allah gave them victory against America. America will not learn till we break it to pieces and break Israel to pieces. Remember that, and that is the job of the mujahideen. Yeah, I read for you now direct verbatim from the Haaretz you go to Haaretz and read it and see the rats are running they can't get placed there by the airport airport is full the flights are full now the Haramis the super terrorists are running with their ships now come on come on Yankees run away before the Hamas puts a bullet in you in your front and in your back and we will say Amin and we will say good riddance to the Haramis that is what we will say we have no empathy sympathy for all these shaitans who go there and want to murder and kill our children, want to make you understand, no water, no food no electricity, no gas, no medication go in, so that and we're still holding 130 140 hostages, so remember that, so that is what is hurting them, what must we do, remember this that if you know anything about Judaism, when a Jutla dies, when a Jutla Harami dies they want every particle of his body to be collected, the blood, the hair, the nail, and every part and so forth. They say this is how we honor the dead. But we say, how can you honor so much when you are murderers and you are war criminals? So nobody can deny that. So that is how they want the bodies back, dead or alive. So remember, you must know both sides of the scene and scenario what is really happening. Mufisa, please do tell us a short biography of Zainab bin Khuzaymah radiallahu anha. Remember, regarding Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam, there were two honorable wives whose name was Zainab. Sayyidah Zainab bin Tijahsh. So she was married to Zaid, Zaid bin Haritha. And they had to get married because Islam wanted to make ibtal. Ibtal means to nullify people would believe if you have an adopted son so now i don't have children so now i adopt a baby boy so now that boy there becomes like my biological son and he gets married so after his death or divorce he divorces his wife then i can't marry his wife because he's like an a biological son so that was the belief system tradition there so therefore all might allah in his infinite wisdom and mercy let that happen Two things, people 
people who'd call Zaid radiallahu anhu, Zaid bin Haritha, Zaid bin Muhammad, Zaid bin Muhammad, after the Master sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So Allah revealed chapter 33 verse 5, Call them the adopted children by their biological father's name. That is justice. All of you who adopted children and you registered on your name, on your surname, absolutely haram. Day and night, Allah's curse, the angel's curse, the people's curse is on you. Go open Ibn Majah, Ibn Ahmad, you will find the hadith there. So remember, your intention is good, but good intention does not justify haram speech, haram actions. So we must be very clear on all these issues. So now Zaid divorced her, and then Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah after the Iddat, all Mighty Allah performed the Nikah. فَلَمَّا قَضَى زَيْدٌ مِّنْهَا وَتَرَى زَوَّجْنَاكَهَا We perform the nikah. So all Mighty Allah perform her nikah. The only lady whose nikah Allah Jalla Wala performed here on this earth was Sayyidah Zainab bint Jahsh, the wife of Mustafa, honorable wife of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And remember that in Jannat was Nabi Adam Alayhi Salaam was Sayyidah Hawa here in this world. Go open Surah Surah Ahazab, verse number 37 for this. One is Zainab bint Khuzayma. So Sayyidah Zainab bint Khuzayma. She also is Azwaj Mutaharat from the Azwaj Mutaharat. Chapter 33, verse 5. Wa Azwajuhu Ummahatuhum. Every honorable wife of the Master, alayhi salam, is Ummal Mu'mineen. So out of respect, we say Ummal Mu'mineen. Sayyidah Aisha, radiallahu anha. Ummal Mu'mineen. Sayyidah Hafsa, radiallahu anha. Ummal Mu'mineen. Sayyidah Khadija, radiallahu anha. Ummal Mu'mineen. Sayyidah Zainab, but because whatever Allah decrees that will happen so she passed away during the lifetime of Mustafa sallallahu sallam like Sayyidah Khadija passed away and remember that she didn't stay so long period with the master salam, but her title was Ummul Masakin because she loved charity and so forth and so on therefore when we get a chance to go to Medina the men so go and visit Baqi all the wives of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa buried there in Baqi besides two so all of them besides Sayyidah Khadija she is buried radiallahu anha in Mu'alla you know Mu'alla what you call Mala Mala an Afrikaans Mala Mala means to be a nutcase you don't understand <laughs> Yeah, you're taking too much coconuts and you go nuts. You understood? Not mala mala. So mu'alla. Learn proper pronunciation. And remember, she is buried there, our honorable mother, Sayyidah Khadija al-Kubra. Her title and laqab was Tahira. Radiallahu anha. When you go out of Makkah, if you are in Makkah and you're going out towards Jeddah, towards Medina, then you will see a place called Sarif. There Sayyidah Maimuna radiallahu anha is buried there. 25, 20 kilos out of Makkah depending how you want to count it and so forth so now they made a wall there and so forth many times we used to stop there either coming time or going time depending on our program and our you know time we reach there and so forth so two honorable wives are buried in Makkah and surroundings Sayyidah Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu anha in Mu'alla Sayyidah Maimuna radiallahu anha in Sarif with the scene Sarif Tazawwaja biha bisarif, wa baata biha bisarif, wa matad bisarif, wa dufinat bisarif. 
you ask about Sayyidah. You want Zainab? You must remember that. So I'm telling you about Sayyidah Maimuna. Sayyidah Maimuna radiallahu anha Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa married her there in Sarif. And the marriage was consummated there in Sarif. She passes away in Sarif and she's buried there in Sarif. Subhanallah. So every one of the honorable wives of the Master salam, and the family, we must learn about them. It's compulsory. Quran says so. Say to them, Ya Rasulullah or Mustafa sallallahu sallam, I don't ask you for any recompense, any wages, any salary, but you must love my kith and my kin. You must love my family. So the first family are the honorable wives of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam. And we have to love, remember, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi children, seven children. Six from Sayyidah Khadija al-Kubra, one from Sayyidah Maria Qibtiya radiallahu anha, and the grandchildren and the son-in-laws, the uncles, aunties, all will come in provided they Muslim. Non-Muslim, Abu Talib, non-Muslim, dispatched to hell. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Quran also says so. Abu Lahab, dispatched to hell. Quran says so. These are proper uncles, Chacha or Mustafa. So to love Mustafa is an integral part of our Iman and to love the family, the Muslim family is also compulsory. Surah to Shura, chapter 42 and verse number 23. So that is, you must remember what Quran is teaching us. Hadith Sayyidina Ali radiallahu said, Lassana, O mothers, you first. Any family, if you study, or put 90%, 95%. One, two exceptions. Imam Shafi'i rahimullah taught us, ma min amin illa wa qad khussa anhul ba'ath. That there's no general law, but you will have few exceptions and few ex- exclusions and so forth. So I said, 90, 95%, you will see people who excelled and Allah elevated their rank and status. Their mother played a magnificent role. I can still remember my mother. I used to go and see her. She's reading Salat. She's making dua till out of Quran. My nanima, my maternal grandmother, passes away 27 night. You know, she's together us and so forth. And in this month, yeah, that's starting tomorrow, you understand, in most parts of the world, South Africa, we have to wait for the moon samis and so forth. Remember Rabiul Akhir. So Hazrat Piran Apir, Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Nawurallahu Marqadahu. So you must remember his Milad Mubarak, his honorable birth took place in first Ramadan. I was also born over that. Name also Abdul Qadir. So you must remember that, but we nothing, we non-entities, we sinners and transgressors. Allah protect us, take us with Iman and Islam. So Azad Piran appeared, Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Nawarallah Marqadahu, born in the year 570, uh, 470 rather, 470. So 470 he was born. And remember first Ramadan. And he passes away at a ripe old age. You must remember on the year 561, 91 years old, on the 11th of Rabi'ul Akhir. So what date? Write it down. 
Miladul Milad, an honorable birth of Pirane Pir Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Nawarallah Marqadahu, first Ramadan and the year 470 after Hijrah. I went to his grave, Mubarak, Mazar in Iraq and so forth. And remember that demise took place in the year on the 11th of Rabi ul Akhir and it was in the year 561. So that is 91 years he lived. Remember this. So why I mentioned, so Nani my maternal grandmother would tell us stories Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Sahaba and Awliyaullah and I always remember she would say Pirane Pir Hazrat Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani and so forth Rahimamullah so they never knew all this they were very simple but they had love so I'm telling you about what Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is teaching us listen you mothers especially and then the fathers also an Ali in radiallahu anhu call, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu states, Kola Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Addibu awladakum ala salasi khilal, Teach your children, your grandchildren, your progeny, three qualities. Teach them that. If you ask them cricket players, soccer players, they'll know everything, the shaitans. So shaitan is speaking of these players, a waste of time. And hubbi nabiyikum, you must love Nabi Salam. Learn everything about the Master Salam. Wa hubbi ahli baytihi, and the love of the family of Nabi Salam, the household of Nabi Salam, the honorable wives, the children, the grandchildren, and uncle, aunties, everybody we should know about. And thereafter, you must remember, wa hubbi tilawatil Quran. So love for Mustafa sallallahu sallam, number one. Love for the family of the Master, sallam, number two. And the love for Quran Sharif and the recitation and connection with the Quran, Rawahu Tabarani, Imam Tabarani has mentioned. So that is the need of the hour that will motivate and inspire us, inshallah. Mufti Sahib, please do enlighten us on the Qunud and Nazila. Many questions are coming in. When to read the Qunud, how to read the Qunud, method of reading, can you read it in Jummah Salah as well? Mufti Sahib? Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen, this past Friday, two days ago, I had Jummah Salat here in Laneja, Sabri Masjid, the oldest masjid, according to many people who told us the history of lands and so forth. Some say first, second, whatever it is, one of the oldest. So remember this. So I told her, I sent a message, tell the Imam, must make the khutbah and salat and so forth and make kunu. They said, leave all the Jews do it. I said, okay, I'll do it, no problem. So then we delivered the lecture on Palestine and so forth. So how do you make kunu? First question, Mustafa Rasulullah made kunut in Fajr Salat and Maghrib Salat, the hadith in Bukhari Sharif, okay? So first thing, you call it kunut and nazila. Kunut, that is now we stand, we make dua and so forth. Nazila, limusi batin nazila. Because calamity has befallen and struck the ummah. And what a calamity, they in Gaza, they in Palestine and Afghanistan and other parts of the world. So you read there. So now you are reading Salat in Jamaat for the men, for the women I'll come now. So you're reading behind the Imam. So first rakat is normal. Second rakat, thereafter the Imam will go into Ruku and thereafter he'll stand up and then read the Kunut. Allahumma hadina fiiman hadayt wa afina fiiman afayt wa tawallana fiiman tawallayt wa barik lana fiiman aatayt. Like that. You can read any dua. Remember from Quran, Sunnah and so forth 
thoughts and even your own du'as Allahumma alayka bil yahudi zalimin al-muhtallin al-ghasibin now these words are not in Quran and Hadith but it's understood that you can read it Ya Allah decimate and annihilate and destroy the Jewish entity the crooks and the usurpers and the occupiers and the terrorists Ya Allah they teach them such a lesson ibratan lil mu'tabirin it must be a lesson for humanity and posterity so you can use your own words as well and so forth right so then when you finish you just say Allahu Akbar and continue with sizda so when will you read it in the second rakat of Fajr and that will be that before you go into sizda after ruku and so must you raise your hands yes or no yes raise your hands that Shafi's Ambali's and them they say Hanafi say it's better you put your hands on the side but if you pick up your hands Hanafi also is no problem it's permissible but Hanafi say better to keep the hands on the side so for you ladies so how much you make you reading Salat in your house and so forth so you must remember that you read your Fajr Salat Sunnah and Fajr Far Salat so second Rakat on your own so then you made Ruku you came out then any duas you know you know all the duas Rabbana read all that also Rabbana la taj'alna fitnatan lil qawmi zalimin wa najjina bi rahmatika min al qawmi kafirin wa afu anna wa lana wa rahamna anta maulana fa ansurna lil qawmi kafirin just learn this one sentence, all of you. I'll read it thrice. Allahumma alayka bil yahudi zalimin. Allahumma alayka. Oh, beloved Allah, you must punish bil yahudi zalimin. These jutlas, these haramis, who are oppressors, transgressors, and they are the war criminals. Allahumma alayka bil yahudi zalimin. Simple dua like that. Now Maghrib time you're doing, so in the third rakat, always the last rakat. Can you do it in your Jumma Salat? 100%. Hanafi say any Jahari Salat, Fajr, Maghrib, Isha, Jumma, totally permissible. Shafi and them say all five Salats, you can do it and so forth. I remember in the in Newcastle Town Masjid also, I did it after Muhammad Durra was murdered by these Haramis and so forth. And this Friday also, and I sent out a message also, that of Mufti Taqi Usmani and so forth, that it was a good message in English, Urdu, so therefore I sent it out. There are thousands of people who don't understand English properly, and they are on our groups and so forth, so therefore Urdu is easy for them so in that way there you must remember every one of us and the honorable imams I beg you I appeal to you humbly continue with the Kunut and Nazila and use the word Yahud Allah me like a parrot and just read what you learned in Madrasa use the word Allah O oh Allah, we place you on their necks. And Ya Allah, that you protect us from their mischief and their evil. And remember Khubay bin Adi, those of you there in Makkah, those of you in Medina, you're coming still to Makkah, you're going to go to Tan'im because you are to fasten ihram there for your nafil, umrah, and so forth. Very good. Khubay bin Adi. 
So he was the one awwalu man salla rakatain. So the first person to initiate two rakat salat before they execute him. And he made this dua. And we're going to make dua before the program ends, inshallah. So he read this dua. Ya Allah, we read this dua against the jutlas, the haramis, the Zionists, and those who support them. Allahumma ahsihim adada. Allahumma ahsihim adada. Ya Allah, take them one by one. Waqtuluhum badada. Finish them all. Wala minuhum ahada. Don't leave any one of them, Ya Allah. So therefore, these rats and these haramis are running now. By the airport, by the ships, and whichever way they're going. They're oppressing us. They stole our country. They steal everything of ours. But now, when they're catching some hiding, not full hiding, the full hiding will still come. Already, now they're running. And so all the settlements, I told you, Jutlas, we will be staying there, the Palestinians, inshallah, Aziz. I mean, just like Lawhir and Tomb of the Saib, this afternoon's Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. We continue after the break once again. <laughs> 